Welcome, Welcome to the Lighthearted Podcast Adventure with four pastors who discuss God, His Word, and some other stuff. This is Pastors, pastors Live, a Rev FM production from Water Springs Church, Idaho Falls. Here now are Pastors Dave, Ty, Shane, and the other guy. Hey everybody, it's Pastors Live. It's Monday. It's July uh, 117th. What, you did it again? What? No, I'm just I'm just messing oh. with you. Man. Sorry. <laughs> hey, so we had so yeah we had some typos last week. Hey, yeah. listen, so we got some great guys in the studio today. We've got Pastor Shane is here today. Hello, uh, got Pastor Dave's here today. God bless you, guys. Pastor Joe's here today. Howdy. Um, and then we also have Pastor James, the other guy, he's hey. here today. And then we've got Gary Austin, the voice of the Hello, Valley. pastors. And uh, we're so thankful My for friends. you. Our our engineer, our editor, makes us sound like we're not totally. <laughs> crazy on the radio uh and it, but it's an it, it, my, my name's ty, ty. But yeah my name's Hello, ty, ty and we have Hi, an em- we have an empty chair next to me because my wife couldn't be here today so Dude. i'm so sad uh but uh today is an cool. interesting day today's national tattoo day <laughs> yeah so uh, so some people are really excited for that uh shane you're excited for national tattoo of day course. Uh, of course uh <laughs> you know i'm not I, I listen the other day i realized that we were in the green room with the worship community and i was the only one without a tattoo I was like, I'm feeling a little pressure. Starting to feel that's a why they're not inviting you to play so much, bro. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's you know, yeah, been watching YouTube worship songs. If you're not like a full sleeve guy, you're not in. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was just going to order the T-shirt that was the full sleeves. <laughs> oh yeah, just, just just to mess with everybody, just to go ahead like wear a short sleeve shirt and like so that sleeve. That'd be or, cool, or, dude. Yeah, actually, actually, kind of fun to just wear a couple sleeves and then wear like when, a wife beater and a hat on a oh, Sunday just to. When you come back from vacation, totally do that. Oh, People that would be funny. Crack Oh, oh, that'd be funny just to have. Yeah, and then about halfway through the message, I could roll it up. Right. right? <laughs> yeah. or, or just take it off. Go, man, this thing's making me sweat. Yeah, it's like, yeah just pull the whole sleeve off. Just yeah. feel like I got a shed. Classic. Yeah, that would be great. Yes. Yeah, and the worst thing in the world is I get like a big tribal one. Like, you know, like the oh, one, yeah. yeah, the big tribal one. The that 90s would be great. tribal. So, uh, but, uh, so, but how. Uh, okay, so it's Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. If you have comments or questions, please, we want to hear from you. Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. But guys, how old were you when you got your first tattoo? I was 18. You were 18? As soon as I turned 18, I went and scheduled the appointment. Oh, okay. Dave, you were... Man, Davey was 18, so I had to be close to 50. Yeah, Yeah. 50. All right. Joe, do you have a tattoo? No, I tried to pierce my ear in the seventh grade. Okay. <laughs> Bled all you, over my you, mom's did bathroom. Did you try to do the whole servants thing? I yeah, think I, I, the door I went that... all the way through. Yeah, uh, it was it was massively bloody. Oh, that's... <laughs> it, it didn't work out well. Okay, so did after you that, shed a tear? no tattoos, man. Did you shed a tear? We all want to know. The world wants to know. Did you cry? It was junior high. Come on, it's you're a man actually now. no. I got scared to death because there was blood all over my mom's thing. I thought she was going to walk in, so I was oh. more I'm more fearful of my mom <laughs> by far than I was about the fact that I shoved a hole in I my I think ear, I'm going to bleed to death, but I'm worried. I'm worried my mom's going to be upset. I, yeah, my mom, I should call nine one one, but where's the Lysol? <laughs> mom can't find it. Get the yeah, so I was far more res- uh, you know fearful of my mama. Uh, you know what? That that's, that speaks to a healthy upbringing. <laughs> You got so, it. Yeah, James, what about you, man? I was saying, I was inspired by what Joe was saying because I did the same thing in seventh grade. My parents said, you will not get your ears pierced. And they both went to work and I would always walk to middle school. And in a crime of passion, I didn't look through my mom's jewelry, uh, you know, with enough time. So I found this giant pearl with a big gold backing, <laughs> but it had a stud. 
And so I pushed it through and I wore that thing proudly to school. Wow. That was a wrong earring to wear for a guy in 1987. I'm oh, telling you that. Oh, oh, but then yeah. also, uh, it wasn't a thing I could keep in my ear since they said I couldn't. So I had to take it out at night. And then the next day when I go back to stick it in, the infection gets worse. It was just an awful story. It was, it was, it was painful. Wow. Yeah, that sounds painful. Yeah. Sorry, first tattoo, uh, I was around 32. And there's, there is a story there, but I don't know if you want to hear it. Yeah, no, I think, I think we're good. But, uh, but were, were you still in the military or were you out by that time? No, I was way out. Yeah, this was in L.A., a little uh, on Ventura Boulevard. And, I mean, guy, these, I walked in, these guys are like thug-looking guys, tattooed eyelids and, and tongues tattooed, you know, like the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. And they're like, hey, bro, what are you doing here? And I was like, I'd like a, <clears throat> I'd like a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> did you see the guy you interviewed for Culture Crux, Scotty, did you see his eyelids? Yeah. 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 Yeah, dude. And his wife, Dre, also has, her eyelids have X's on them, so when she closes her eyes, <laughs> she looks like a cartoon dead person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Nice. Like, who gets their eyelids tattooed? And he was like, Gosh. I asked him that. He's like, yeah, it's, it's not as difficult as you think <laughs> oh yeah it is oh yeah oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely 100 yeah so awesome. so gary what about you uh well i was 16 when i got my first tattoo you lucky dog it was from a gunball machine so it lasted for a day <laughs> oh, awesome. oh, oh, worthy. oh well played oh. wait a minute you were 16 and still that using gunball machines <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah let's talk about that man. Gary is conversation. Own man he did yeah, you, right. you walk to the beat of your own drum <laughs> you do not answer well, <laughs> then I have to come clean. Then I had one of those sticky tattoos from uh, a kiss card pack when I was wow. probably five or six. Uh, nice. Going to an all soaps, nice. got my stick of gum, got my tattoo. So, yeah, a kiss tattoo probably at yeah. five or six. <laughs> okay. So, Gary. Thank you, Gary. Was, so, I don't have a tattoo. That was good. Yeah. But, I, yeah. I, so, I, yeah, my skin doesn't. I, I have my dad's skin <laughs> at this point. My, uh, my, my When I work with my dad, uh, our, you know, our family, our, our skin gets real thin. Um, and it happens to a lot of us as we get older, but, uh, yeah. I, I will, if I'm, I'm working on bushes now, I mean, I have to wear long sleeves and stuff. Cause if I don't, I, I turn around and there's blood everywhere. Cause I just cut really easy now. So I'm like, yeah, I think I'm gonna pass. I was unloading you know, the so. stuff last weekend for family camp. Right. And I, I get the van completely unloaded and I look down and I've got sores and uh. bleeding all over the place. My hands were all, it's just weird. It's like, wait a sec, how do I even get cut on cardboard? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. the worst cut in the world, it though. Is. No, but it wasn't a cardboard cut. They're not cut. like paper oh. cuts. I oh. have no idea. It's weird. All I was doing was offloading you know, food for family camp. And, I, of course, I went in and looked at the food real quick to make sure, you know, there's no blood right. on the bananas. Well, very tender hands, Dave. Well, there's – yeah, you're, you have a tender hands, Thank tender you. heart. Every iron worker wants to hear yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thomas, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think Lotion. that – Well, I, one of my favorite <laughs> – Bernie <laughs> Mac. Bernie uh, Mac. Yeah, man, I, I, I lotion up. Every yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I, I think puts its yeah, I don't know about you guys, skin. but you know when it comes to like tattoos or bad tattoos, all tattoos have a story, right? Yeah. But uh, tas tattoo rescue, I can get sucked into one of those shows, like oh, yeah. people trying to get their tattoos oh, fixed, like cover rescue, ups, cover ups, and, uh, and things like that. Discovery or one of those channels, uh, yeah, because they're yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know these people, like okay, so what happened was I was in college, I was with my friends, and then, then you see that you're like, what were you thinking when you put that on your body permanently? Yeah, uh, and so I I, yeah. I, I I grew up, you know, my dad was a marine, he he managed to get out of the military without tattoos, and I just never I never really did that, so. Uh, but uh, we, you know what? 
people do, and it seems to be more normal in our culture now. So today's the day that's celebrated. But we also have a couple things coming up just here locally. Want you guys to know about. We have church in the park. So that's at Freeman Park. It's Sunday, August sixth. It's at ten a.m. One service. The whole church comes together. Big barbecue, baptism, uh, worship, teaching of the word. We're going to be talking about. Uh, you know, Christ is just waiting and and with open arms for us. We're going to be talking about that. Uh, we have our summer concert series that's coming up uh, with uh, Water Springs Music. We've got uh, Will and Crystal Yates are going to be here. Justin Gimming is going to be here. And those are Sunday evening concerts coming up uh, through August. And then also we have our Twist and Turn VBS that's coming up July 30th through August 4th, ages four years old through fourth grade. And so, hey, register your kids today at watersprings.net. And you can also go to Water springs.net and get our bible reading plan which yes. we, we we are going through together here on the radio yeah Sweet. and shield 616 starts today they oh that's are, right uh, going oh, across the state so keep those guys in prayer Oh, that's right. Yeah, please do that. And by the way, comments or questions, again, Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. And we did have a, a question come in, guys, and this is actually a really good Love one. Love it. And so uh, we've got, uh, hey, morning, Pastors. Morning. So, morning. 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 So it says, hey, it says, I believe in the rapture of God's people, but similar to the 10th chapter of Jeremiah and other places in the Bible where God commands the people to prepare to leave their land. Do you think God will command us to leave our land and go elsewhere to prepare for things to come? And uh, that's uh, from uh, Jalian uh, Hutchins here in Idaho Falls. Jalian, if I if I didn't pronounce that right, please just send me another note and I'll apologize on the air. Uh, but uh, do you guys, I mean. What is she going to do? She's going to say, no, I wasn't Jillian. It was Jillian. She's going to spell it. <laughs> well, yeah, she's going to spell she's it. She's going to have to leave an audio. <laughs> yeah, so. hey, you mispronounced my name. You said Jillian, and it's actually Jillian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so. Well, no, this is Help, I, Gary. This is Jaylee. This is Jay. Oh, Jaylene. 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 Oh, that's Jaylene. 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 Oh, sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Jaylene. Okay. I'm going to own it. I, I I just totally missed that. I got to it. I went, there's a lot There's a lot of extra letters in there for Jaylene. I'm just being honest with you. I, so. I also recognized a Dolly Parton song. It's a country song, and I actually recognized yeah, I, it. Yeah, you know I'm what? I was, you, I was really proud of you for that one. Yeah. But I'm sort of ashamed. Yeah. But, but yeah. <laughs> Wow. But, hey, but what do you guys th- hey what do you guys think about that? I think that's a, that's an interesting question. What do you guys what do you guys think about that? Well, he's not calling us to look. There's no geographical place for the church, right? Where he's like, this is the place. Like you have to go to Costa Mesa because you're Calvary Chapel, or you have to go to whatever whichever town in Florida is the hot spot now for the hyper charismatics. You know, it's like everybody wants a place. You are in your land, and he is going to call you out of your land from wherever your land is. Right. right. We're going to go Every to right. the land. And, the, and so, yeah, we're, there's yeah. there's no place for the church to gather. In fact, we are quite frankly the opposite. We are told, occupy until he comes. Mm-hmm. So you have work to do wherever God has planted you. And I, I just the other day we were having this conversation. It doesn't matter if your church is a church of 60 or 600 or 1,000 or 6,000, you you plug into your local church in your area and you be the salt and light where you are and occupy there until he comes. That's my humble opinion and I'm sticking to it. Well, I, I think too we have to remember something. Uh, Hebrews 13, 14 says mm. that we, we do not, we have no continuing city. Right. And so, the, the, but, but we seek the one city which is to come which mm-hmm. that's the new jerusalem with the kingdom of god right so there's there's this the, the inaugurated eschatology conversation that comes up here right 
So we we're part of a kingdom that's now and not yet. So we're, we're we don't have a place here. And you know, we talked about this this last Wednesday. Uh, we were talking about the idea that we we are sojourners. You know, we're we're not at home in this world. We are actually citizens of heaven. Um, and our sojourn, it's a pilgrimage. We're passing through as, as pilgrims, you know, and, and, but as pilgrims that are passing through, we are filled with the Holy Spirit to draw people out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. That's our calling. I and mean, that's our divine purpose. And that's the reason for the relational power of the Holy Spirit. But when, you know, when it talks about this idea of like going and preparing, I want to, I want to talk about for uh, just a second about that because when we talk about preparing, a lot of times we move into that place of where we're moving into prepping, uh, oh, and be, yeah. right, and so it's like, okay, hold on a second. How do you prepare for the kingdom of God? You prepare for the kingdom of God by being a loyal follower of Jesus. That's what we do to prepare for the kingdom Every of God day, because we are. are the, the we kingdom are, of God. We are in the, the kingdom, kingdom of, of God now. Yeah, we are the kingdom of God now. Yeah. And so we're, we're, we are preparing for that city that's coming. But the idea of like, hey, I need to have so much food and ammunition and firearms <laughs> and all this stuff. Like, I need to go and prepare. I, I don't think God's going to ask his church to do that. And remember that there's a difference between the church and the people of Israel. Um, the people of Israel, there was some of the very specific things that were going on at that time. Uh, but for us, you know, I, I struggle. I, I don't mind. Look, we got a little extra water around the house. We got a little extra food around the house. We, we do have a pantry. You know, uh, we've, we've learned to actually have extra toilet paper because of what happened with COVID. Uh, you know, little, little things like that. But as far as like, I'm going to store up food and then I'm going to have armament to defend my food. That's not that's not Christianity. I'm going to shoot my neighbor gonna, as I shoot myself. Oh, no, wait, wait. Right, no, right, a, no yeah, I'm going to love my neighbors. I love myself. You try to come and, and steal my water and food, I'll kill you. Well, and that's in and, Jesus name. Well, and that's the problem. That, I mean, and listen, and I listen. And if you look, if you're if you're a full on and you're 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 a full on prepper, you're that's good for you. You're prepared for things that other people aren't prepared for. But here's what you need to be prepared for as a Christian. You need to be prepared to be the one that gives away. Hello. You need to be prepared. If you're if you're a prepper, prep with the idea that if things go sideways in our culture, in our community, that we're going to be the place that people can come and hear the love of Jesus Christ, and we're going to be able to bless them and encourage them and help them. And Because I think that's super important because we that is to love your neighbor as yourself. So if your neighbor is without food or without clothing um, and we want to help them and we want to take care of them, there's, a, there's more to it. So yes, we do prepare in this life to bless others, and that's that's all part of you know the prehistory of Genesis theology you know one two Genesis one two and three our purpose is Imago Day but I, I think that we miss out on this but God's not I I agree I, God's not going to call us to another land because God wants us in this land being light and salt. In fact, He you called us to go into to, you know, all, all the world, world all the not world, to one yeah. city, right? Yeah. It's a, so absolutely. yeah, this isn't Jerusalem. This isn't Babel. Any of that stuff. We're, yeah. Yeah. But you know the the scripture you're talking about in, in Hebrews uh, eleven ten right where talking about Abraham, it says he looked for a city with foundations whose builder and maker is God. Looking and preparing are two different things. Right. So I, I want to yeah. be a looker, a watcher, a waiter, a worshiper, a worker, right. rather than a prepper. I'm prepping to honker down here. Heck no, I'm not, I don't yeah. want to honker down here. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. I'm looking to go. And yeah, I, I got nothing to defend yeah. And here. by the way, it's, it's funny to me is the idea is like building a bunker, we have a tendency to dig into the earth. Right. Instead of looking up to the star, right. looking up to heaven, right. and that's it's a very well, interesting thought. Yeah. And all those so. in the Hall of Faith, uh, it says that they they looked ahead and right. saw 
what the promise was to be, right? Right. And, and, and they never know, had it here. They never they did never, find it yeah, here. They and never found it, find here. it here. Exactly. Yeah. You know, um, I believe in the rapture too. And, 100%. you know, what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 24, verses 40 and 41, um, he's talking about at, in the days of the end time, they'll be like the days of Noah. Uh, before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day Noah entered the ark, and they did not understand until the flood came, took them all away. So will the coming of the Son of Man be. At that time, there will be two men in the field. One will be taken and one will be left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and one will be left. It doesn't seem like they're going to a specific location. No. Jesus doesn't ever, you know hint at that that kind of thing the other so. thing about this when you're talking about preppers and you know hoarding stuff pastor ties i was thinking about the difference between truth and illusion if you buy into the illusion that your stuff is yours that you own it well that's a problem the truth is the lord owns the cattle on a thousand hills even though there's ranchers who are stewarding them right so if god has blessed you with an abundance of stuff to prep well, you're stewarding over that. Look, look at you know, look at the grain. You know, when there was the famine in Egypt, and and Joseph was a steward over that, and God had given him that charge. He could have said to Pharaoh, "No, we're going to hoard this for our own selves." You know, we're going to instead. No, it was it was given back. That's actually probably the best. That's probably one of the best examples of actual prepping that we actually have in the <laughs> scriptures because that's because that's what they did. Seven years of plenty, they prepped for the seven years of famine. And what did they do? They gave. They made kept it available these, for others. They made it available for others. Right. That right. such and that's such Doesn't a beautiful the Proverbs, picture. Yeah, the Proverbs tell us right that um, the people will bless those who sell the grain, right? And it's, it's the idea. It's not just even blessing those who just always give it away, but even sell it. That the fact that you have it to make it available to others. There's, there's and that's not the unreasonable thing of like $20 a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not right, like that, right, you know. Yeah, right. Right. It's well, the generosity. Did, did you well, actually I, get $20 for a roll of toilet That's amazing, bro. Let's I talk could. after. Yeah, Lori and I are still paying bills from, no, no. I, so, uh, no, so, but no, but uh, the, the one thing though, but yeah, but but one of the things that uh, James said, like the idea, there's an, and there's a difference between organizational prepping, like being prepared for a disaster, and by the way, every family should have a go bag. We should all have a go bag. We should all have an emergency plan 100%. If your family doesn't have a, hey, if something happens, this is where we meet up. If you don't have a plan like that, you're you're missing out on something you don't realize the, the world you live in. Have a plan. You got to have a plan. You got to be prepared. It's I, I, better to be I, prepared and then to after the event say, we should have been prepared. Exactly. But there is a difference between being, being prepared, being wise, and we're talking about being wise, right? Um, and hoarding. I want to well, clarify and living that. In fear. Yeah, and living in and fear. Living, right. Living right. in like fear. Every, that's yeah. the thing. When we live yeah. in California, we're raising the kids. Every October is Earthquake Awareness Month, right? And we had a Shake, travel trip. Battle and roll. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay, sorry. In fact, we called it Shake and Bake Month because oh, it because so, October yeah. seemed to get really hot. And we shook a lot. There was That's a lot of earthquakes funny. in October. Anyhow, so we had our travel trailer, you know, the little tent trailer, fold-out trailer. And then yeah, every October, <laughs> we would spend one weekend with our children in the travel trailer. And we had our food that was out there. And the children knew, hey, this is this is for uh, emergency. If there's an earthquake or something and the, the house is uninhabitable, we will live here. And every year the kids got to eat what was in the trailer for a weekend and they got to pick what they wanted for the next year. So there are all these things that could last, you know, canned goods and that kind of thing. And so our children were never in fear of earthquakes. They were prepared 
for earthquakes. And there were there's always these people, ooh, earthquakes, man, I can never live in California. Oh, the earthquakes, they scare me. And it was like, eh, you know what? We were prepared for it, so we weren't afraid of it. And there's a difference, I think, between prepping out of fear and just saying, hey, you know, we're going to use some wisdom here. Uh, we're, we're living in days that are odd. You may have to uh, be prepared to to make a quick change or whatever, but you don't have to be in fear yeah. for crying out loud. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's all a matter of perspective. If you're on the outside looking in, it'd be the same thing with tornadoes in Texas. There you go. in California. Anybody yeah. that's on the outside looking in, they're freaking out. <clears throat> and there is a fear. Uh, so for Jaylene, another uh, scripture reference, 1 Thessalonians 5, 1 mm-hmm. through 6. There you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 1 Thessalonians 5, 1 through 6 talks about we're, we're children of the day, not the night. Uh, so be sober. In other words, the reality is, as it's already been said, it's restated by Paul here about being watchful, be sober, be aware, be biblically aware, and the Spirit will help you do that, Jaylene. That's what I was oh, thinking yeah, of when, when when Dave was talking just a second ago, sharing that story, is is not in the physical sense, yeah, you know, we want to be prepared for stuff that's natural disasters and not be ignorant towards it. And then same spiritually, you know, to prepare for the rapture to means to take divine responsibility in our lives. You know, Jesus said, uh, store up your treasures in heaven, not here on earth. And uh, no one can break into that and steal them. You know? Yeah, I remember being in Kidman years ago at Hosanna, and I remember a couple of kids saying, you know, Pastor Dave, when we talk about the rapture around here, I get scared. And they were they were scared of the idea that Jesus was going to like suck them up into the sky, and that and it's well, weird. That's you forget alien. how that's, you yeah, talk like, of, when you, when we talk about these things, how a child uh, can visualize what you're describing, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, Whoa. that sounds scary to me. And so, yeah, we want to be prepared yeah. to be taken into that next <clears throat> mm-hmm. dimension with our Lord Jesus, and there's nothing frightening about it at all. There's nothing to be fearful of, man. It, uh, Jesus said, I go to prepare a place, and I go again. If I, if I go and prepare a place for you, I'm going to come again, receive you unto myself, that mm. where I am, there you will be also. Man, there's nothing scary about that. Right right on. Seven yep. barbecue. Hey, listen, we're out of love. <laughs> we're out of time for today. Uh, listen, I want to remind you of something. Uh, you know, uh, Romans Romans 8.15 says, For you did not receive a spirit of fear of bondage. Oh, sorry, you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear but you receive the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. Listen, hey, everybody. Listen, you're loved, your family. God bless you. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Pastors Live is a Rev FM production from Idaho Falls, Idaho, and is made possible by the Ministry of Greenhouse Coffee. Send your questions and comments by email to pastorslive at therev.fm. Then listen for their response on another episode of the Lighthearted Podcast.